Hey guys, hope you are doing well. Welcome to a new t- uh, episode of the On The Table podcast. This is a special episode, it's all about music. Woo. Music. For those who are wondering, On The Table is the podcast where we bring uh, people together with different perspectives. We take all the theological things we believe and we talk about how we can turn them into action. This is all about action. And so I'm joined today by people who all have a different connection to music. I'll start with myself. My name is Mike. You may know me as someone who used to sing back in the days, and I've done music here and there for a while. But you've got to my right. Hi, I'm Dave Creates. Uh, I'm a hip hop artist. Just uh, made that music, rap, producing. I've also worked in the industry uh, for a couple of major labels as well over the years. So industry experience too but mainly an artist and you just released a new project released a new album a more out now on all platforms you know what i'm saying so go stream that go Come stream on. that yes sir yeah it's a great album thank you by the way <laughs> um yeah i'm sophia what's my connection to music i run the mcog account for OGGM, so all things gospel we love that um yeah i'm really passionate about gospel music as a genre particularly urban contemporary um yeah i'm just a lover of gospel music really I love that. Well, I think that's a good place to start. This yeah. gospel music you speak about because a lot of people struggle to actually define what Christian music is. And, and so is it a, a, a Christian that makes music? Is it someone who makes Christian music? Is it somebody who collaborate, uh, collaborates with someone who's Christian? Is it just positive vibes? Mm. Is it, what is Christian music if you had to define it? Um, Christian music. So it's definitely a broad category and if I were to define it um, I'd like to say that Christian music is music made for Christians so yeah (laughs) it gets it can get a bit techy very quickly because there's a distinction that needs to be made between music that is primarily designed to worship and glorify God but then there's also music that we would say is good for Christians to listen to because you know it's it's sound it's not vulgar um, just like good vibes but that type of music isn't necessarily worship because the mm. object isn't God the point isn't to glorify God it's mm. for us to enjoy um, and I think that distinction needs to be made but they both come under the category of Christian music because they're for Christians mm. that's interesting because when you think about gospel music <clears throat> gospel music is one of the only genres that's not defined by say the time signature or even like a particular history the definition of gospel music is, is music that sings about a Christian way of life mm. or that's about a Christian way of life which is obviously yeah. very vague yeah um and so, you know, what is a Christian way of life and, and who gets to decide what a Christian way of life is? I mean, there's gospel drill, there's all these mm. other kind of genres, but how do you think about, you know, gospel music, Christian music? What's your kind of approach? I think that was a good like definition in terms of how to describe it. It is a broad term. I see Christian music, if it was to distill it down to like the bare foundation, it's mm. more so music which has faith-based context so in terms of like lyrically maybe it's music that is explicit i guess explicit about the gospel about life as a christian um or kind of hones in on certain concepts that we see in the word um which is quite broad but i would say yes music that really kind of deals with those particular issues because again with gospel music it's not a particular sound or instrument that defines it it is more of the lyrics so I would generally say it's lyrics that are more explicit about Christ and the way of Christian living. Mm. I remember, this might be me aging myself a bit, but I remember growing up and hearing this crazy, shocking, 
CD that came out, The Truth Behind oh, Hip Hop. I watched that. I watched that. In in chats, the youth pastor played. My youth pastor, like, everyone come together. <laughs> we, we must, like, he discovered one, uh, yes, one dude was like, we must watch something together. <laughs> like, and he played it for us all. And he was like, you see, if you play, he was at the time. Jay Z, Jay Z, yeah, yeah. You play, and now he's Hove. Everyone loves Hove. But he was like, if you play Jay Z backwards, it's 666, mm-hmm, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. I remember being actually very. Uh, what's the word the Christians use? Convicted. Yeah, same. I felt convicted mm-hmm. by that. And I remember deleting everything Bro. that I listened to at the time. And I was just like, you know what? It's only gospel, like gospel from now on. Mm-hmm. When I said gospel, what I really meant was I was picking stuff that had a gospel label. Yeah. So I, you know, it was in the gospel category. Yeah. And I think people probably think that these days, like, okay, cool. As a Christian, I should be listening to Christian music. My friend, or it's not my friend, I just met him, but someone I just met, <laughs> someone, someone who I just met was saying a few days ago that they listen to everything. But mm. they said that when they're in the car with their friends, they mm. put on gospel because okay. they're like, you know, that's what I should be listening to, like gospel music. What's your take on that? Like Christians listening to say gospel music versus other music that's you said faith-based. Yeah, so personally, again, I think being a creative, it can kind of change sometimes, but I think it's about conviction. It's about where you're at, your walk with Christ. Um, I believe we should be able to take in all forms of art. Um, as, a, as an artist, I'm also a student of the game. Mm. So I think there's a space to listen to art that may not um, agree with my walk of life, but I can still learn from an artistic perspective. Like at school, we study different things, different philosophies, not to necessarily believe what they believe, but to understand and to have a broader worldview. And as a creative, I want to learn from different styles of music, different worldviews to be able to help painting the pictures that I want to paint. Um, when it comes to the whole thing of like listening to whatever and then changing that with certain people, I mean, it depends. If you know, like I know some friends I have or family who don't necessarily listen to like my style of music and maybe you want to respect them and their interests, so I get it. But if it's a thing of like trying to like hide your taste, that's a deeper question. But I think like like where I'm at right now, I probably listen to less secular music because I just feel like I'm more convicted to listen to stuff that uh, is more wholesome and more cleaner but there was a time where i've listened to a lot more secular music and a lot of it i was i was discovering new genres um and i also wanted to study genres as well yeah. and perhaps i was just in a space where I, I didn't have as much conviction for that or there were certain things i would i feel like i could listen to and it was okay some things are still like ah maybe i was doing a lot um and again that's just where i was at in that journey i don't think it's wrong to listen to secular music but i think you have to pay attention to what you're listening to mm. Mm. Interesting perspective. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm trying to work out what I think, man, mm-hmm. because I can't lie. Music is one of those areas where people get saved, they become mm. a Christian, and they seem to sometimes believe that their music taste can't change mm. and must stay the same. Mm-hmm. And of course, one of the gospel promises is that even our taste can change, mm-hmm. that Christ and the Spirit can actually change what we love and what we enjoy. Absolutely. And I probably disagree on one part of what you said, Please. which is um, I, I do think there's a problem if you're mm. a believer and like and like secular is like your default. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you said it wasn't, but mm-hmm. the reason I'm saying it is because people just don't realize how much of their day-to-day life mm. is punctuated by music. Yeah, Literally, and maybe it's just me because I, I live and breathe music. Like I wake up, I mean, we, we happen you probably hear music of course everywhere. um i'm in the shower you'll hear music yeah 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 i come out the shower i'm getting ready there'll be music playing mm-hmm. once i get into my car there's music 
I get to the office. Everyone who works at the office knows me. There's music. Mm -hmm. So like every day there's a constant stream of someone saying something. So you have to ask yourself, what are they saying? Yeah. 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 And if it's like, you know, I don't know, in the worst case scenario, kill, 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 probably an issue. But, it, but, it, but if it's just like glorifying things that I'm not trying to get, like mm. cars and money and mm. revenge and like, you know, uh, you know, trying to prove someone wrong because they, like all those things, I don't want part of me. So, yeah. so should, sh- shouldn't I stop listening to music that isn't actually adding to my day to day? Like, what would you say to that? Um, it's funny because there's this, not to get all spiritual, on, but now. there's a scripture that talks about things like being permissible or lawful, but mm. not necessarily beneficial. Mm. And I think that really applies to music because while even if you know for yourself, a certain genre doesn't affect you as it might affect someone else, mm. is it beneficial for you to be consuming that media so mm. regularly? And it happens at a subconscious level, like even if you're listening to Kill, 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 while it's unlikely that you're going to go out and kill anybody, um, it's not feeding you in a way that gospel music could, which would be beneficial. So like, why not indulge in something that's going to do Mm. something positive for you? Mm. Um, So yeah, that's my short take on it. Yeah, no, I agree. And even I think there's a verse talking about like what you meditate on is very important. And I see meditation as something that you perhaps repeat, repeat, repeat. Um, And it comes back to about like almost like a diet, like what's your diet like in terms of entertainment and music and stuff. Mm. So I I feel like I I don't want to say like you should never take in certain styles of art form, but you have to be vigilant because these things do have an implication on us and how we think. And even if it's not straight away, over time, we can see these things and how they affect our, our worldview and certain decisions that we make after that. Um, but again, I feel like as someone who's even worked in musical spaces where we're marketing mostly secular artists that have felt sometimes that whole push and pull of like, I don't agree with this lifestyle, but it's kind of my job to help mm-hmm. push the lifestyle in certain ways. So kind of dealing with that tension and it's like, how does that look like for me as a Christian to do that? Is that one of the reasons so, you think you left? maybe to a degree some reasons why I left is because I feel like I wanted to spend time on my own art and work on that Mm. Um, at another level yeah I guess if you're always faced with that one thing I look at is say Daniel in the Bible and how he was a he was a believer in a secular space and he was able to be serving through many administrations and still be someone who brought Christ in a very secular in a space where like they're doing very abhorrent things um, but he was still able to stick to his guns as a Christian. So that inspired me to be in those spaces and not run yeah. from those spaces because I feel like we need Christians in spaces that aren't of Christ. If if not, like how are we going to be able to be of influence? So that's almost why I stayed and why I wanted to be in those spaces, even though I wasn't always comfortable. I believe you have to sometimes embrace the uncomfortable. But again, it's like... I don't know what that looks like long-term for me. And it's, yeah, I still it's don't know the answer it is. It's hard. I think everyone's journey is obviously different. I grew up listening to a lot of music. I, mean, I, I started playing and singing and whatever, 11. Mm. Um, in terms of I could hear myself, I'm sure I did it even sooner. And so like music is just life. And mm. uh, and on a very, I, I mean, even genres, I never really considered mm. genres too tough. Like mm. it was when I got there, I was like, oh, there's lots of categories. In yeah. my head, I was just like music. I yeah. didn't, like, I, would, I would listen to Indian music. I was singing some Indian songs before we started. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I love a bit of uh, people in the room that seem to uh, appreciate my. Uh, okay, it's fine. Tough crowd. Um, I, you know, J- Jamaican uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, reggae. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you like, yeah, yeah man. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and so, I think I'm speaking from experience when I say that 
letting go of certain genre types or deciding to take your walk with God seriously mm. and allowing the Holy Spirit to to touch you in the area of like music and taste is mm. hard. Definitely. But I can say, hand on my heart, that the growth I had when I started to listen to different, oh sorry, to be more intentional about the songs I was taking in mm-hmm. was, and I always tell some young people like, if you want to grow, mm. like legit change your music. Wow. Because the, wow. because people just don't realize how much they how much time they mm-hmm. spend. You know that whole kind of, what's it called? On your phone where it tells you like oh, screen, screen time. time. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you were able to get one for your life in terms of music you listen to, I think um, we'll all be like, wow. I guess Spotify raps, right? Yeah. That's, that's, that. that's pretty yeah. much one close one. That's and one, I feel like that's yeah. quite telling mm. to a degree of like seeing, wow. <laughs> Like, oh, Listen, I really like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Sometimes you get those surprises, like, raw. I didn't know I was really consuming that. Yeah. Um, I can't lie, mine's a bit messed up because I play music for the office, and yeah, so I yeah, use yeah. this playlist. You know, so. I hear it. But at the same time, I think it is still. Uh, it's interesting because even for me, a part of my battle initially with letting go of certain genres is because I wanted to always be relevant in conversations. I wanted to be able to say, oh yeah, I heard the latest the latest Drake album. I still listen to his music, but not as much, but I still wanted to be like, yeah, I heard that. Um, I know that reference. Mm. There's something mm. about like being in a community and being able to understand what's happening that's so linked to music. Even like we're talking about earlier about like Love Island and TV shows, there's a certain social value you get from understanding certain yeah, things. Like being in the in crowd almost. 100%. Mm. And it's very hard to step away from that. So I think that's where some of the tension lies for a lot of people. Do you, surprise, do you think we need like clearer boundaries for like, because I think gospel is, is a specific thing. And one of the yeah. reasons I love gospel is because it's there's lines, okay? Yeah, yeah, no yeah. one can be like, oh, I'm doing gospel. You're like, no, you're not. Yeah, That's not yeah, gospel, yeah. that kind of yeah. thing. So do you think we need more lines for like secular, Christian, gospel? Like, do you think we need clearer lines or more blending? This is a loaded question. Um, <laughs> if you no, ask, I mean it honestly. I'm not trying to trip you up yeah, or anything. But if you ask for... I'm not saying that my answer is no. It's just that if you ask for lines, who's defining mm-hmm. the lines? That's good. So it's like, I could say yes, because I think there are some, oh, there's some Christian songs, some gospel songs I've heard. And I'm like, mm, it's really just mm. a normal song and you put Jesus at the end, but that's okay. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's just, a, I don't know how I would define mm. those lines and then kind of what's the benefit of those lines, I would be interested to hear from you guys' perspectives. I feel like we live in a world today where the lines are all way more blurred. Everything's yeah. blurry. Like genre bending, as they say, like people combining stuff, which is great artistically, but it just makes it so hard to define stuff. <laughs> Even as Christians, so like the rise of Christian influencer culture and how that's affected, so like some artists who have like had on their faith journey without naming names. But let's just say, yeah, say someone like Justin Bieber, for example, he's someone who's on a very public faith journey. He has music which is very much glorifying God and some which really isn't. So it's almost like certain artists, their discography is still in that balance of like, yeah. you can listen to one project and it's all about Christ. Mm-hmm. And another is is like the complete opposite. So even if you are to have these quote unquote lines, they get crossed by an artist. So would you, say, would you say Justin Bieber's a Christian artist? No. I'll say he's an artist who makes, who has Christian songs, yeah. but I wouldn't call him a Christian artist. Mm. What yeah. about you? I was just going to say, like, based on what you said, like, we have to ask ourselves about content. So it's like, yeah. So some of his songs are not Christian content. It's not mm-hmm. about faith. 
faith-based living yeah. but let's say hypothetically speaking there's someone who's who adopts the sound of gospel mm. if the content is no longer faith-based or about christ is it still gospel music mm. and that's one thing that i love about say urban contemporary as an example mm. um the content is always like christ-based well the majority of the time yeah. i can't think of gospel that Unless it's like, say, what's that guy from the Jonas Brothers? Oh, Nick, Nick, Nick Jonas. Jonas. Yeah. Oh, is it the choir? <laughs> Went into the, the black choir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's the missing in Jealous or something? Yeah. 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 Like, you got a church, you got a church choir? Yeah. Jealous? Yo. <laughs> it's very rare that that happens and uh, like you can tell that that's not Christian. But you know what's mm -hmm. mad as well? That, I mean, quick aside, it's just so odd because they were in a room. Yeah. It was it not in a church? It looked like, like they, a, they did. I think I saw two versions. Okay. There's like a music video, and yeah. there's one where it's like a performance. I saw where the, the, like the, a, there's like a grand, like a piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, it's, it's, I was just, why is he there? It was just, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't quite work, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, it really comes down to content, and I think content is something that we can have clear yeah. lines about because mm -hmm. there's the Bible. Mm -hmm. So, um, but as for like sounds or like even artists because humans are humans sometimes mm. they want to explore with their creativity and it might not look like what we consider christian music but as for mm. content i think that's something that we can be clear about and we should be striving to consume more of that that is bible faith christ based mm. i think the line is also important because if you look like now especially like i remember x factor like that's when i first started deep in it mm. Trying to relate to the people. It's like deep in it, you're like, it's mad. Yeah. It's crazy, really. It's okay, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> so what was happening is every like every kind of um X Factor final, mm -hmm. whatever the person's singing about, they bring a choir at the end. Yes. And I'm like, yes. this is starting to become a thing. And I started realizing as well that it was the same choir that does it's a choir called the London Gospel Choir, something like that. Okay. And obviously I'm happy for them, they're getting gigs, whatever. But I kept on seeing like Stormzy will have a song, there'll be a choir in the back. Mm. Um there was one Dave, he did uh, a song like uh, Through the Fire. Mm. Um, like, oh, the perform performance. Yeah, 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 There's a choir yeah, in the back. Yeah. And I'm just like, are we taking the choir out? One, I hope they're going to church and, and going to sing on that Sunday. You know? <laughs> because you're going to get to church, there'll be, there'll be no choir members left. Oh, but two, I'm like, we are kind of taking gospel music and what people are kind of interested in gospel music is the choir element. Mm. So they're taking that and just like plucking it into lots of different, I can see I can see a choir a choir being part of techno and, and you're just like, hold on, you guys are taking like that mm. artistic part of the whatever, mm -hmm. but you're discounting what the choir, like why is a choir on a major stage singing about touch my body? Like it's like, that's but not what the choir can is. Can I say that I hear your point, but it comes down to the even like sampling with like a lot of hip hop. Even music in general, like a lot of the art can be from like taking something from this world and combining it with something from this world. Mm. We as Christians may understand the implications of a choir and what it means spiritually. But for a producer down the road, he hears that sound like, oh, this could sound well, this, this could add that. more depth. I, I'm so, just saying that should there be more, like should we as a kind of community mm, be a bit more like, no, like you can't have our choir. More, yeah. like you can't just take our choir, co-opt the sound, use it for whatever, mm. and then... Like you're not even invested in the in the genre mm, like that. You don't you don't it. understand the history of choir. Like they're all singing in unison. Now what are you doing? Like mm. you don't even know. Like you're not you're not using the choir for yeah. what it's meant to be. So there's more education, I guess, in that sense. I'm just I'm just wondering if we should gatekeep a bit more and be mm. and be far more like okay, if you want to step into our like do you know what it is like I, again I don't want to name names because this isn't really about that but like someone like the baby for instance working with Kirk Franklin mm. is that, I think that's his name yeah was it, mm -hmm. was it the baby yeah, it was for yeah. space for space jam space jam yeah. yeah nothing wrong with it at all like I'm sure it went well and mm. you know lots of people got introduced to Kirk Franklin glory to God mm. but apart from just wonder like is he interested in 
the gospel industry mm. and actually being part of that and whatever mm. or is it just like ah right, yeah man let's just <laughs> let's just combine two sounds you know uh east coast like mm-hmm. it, it, like is that it because if it's that i'm like is it creating so many like fluidity yeah it's not into a place where young people just, just don't just really do know like yeah. how to even think about mm. music um. i think from like a industry perspective now looking at it from marketing i get why it works because it's happening to another demographic yeah um yeah so i see it from that perspective i do think as a church yeah we could be more i don't like the word gatekeep like that sense but yeah kind of be more like this is what we stand for i'm all for like sounds blending together but if it comes to a thing of like your choir's been asked to sing a song which just goes against christian values then i think it should be a thing of like nah this isn't really aligning but again it's like some people might see these collaborations as an opportunity to you know get into the world and be the light in the dark space think about muslims and, right mm-hmm. think about their music stars they have that mm-hmm. kind of, I, don't, I don't know what it's called where they mm-hmm. it's like melodic singing yeah where you kind of announce that it's time for people to come to the temple and stuff like that mm-hmm. Can you imagine the baby being like, yeah, let's just use that? But isn't that a thing of more of cultural currency? And that's maybe I mean, not- a lot of Muslims in the world. If I you, know, if but- If you were to tap into that okay. market, as you I said- see. It's happened and there was uproar. Really? I think it was, um, I'm not going to sing it. Yeah, sing, for, sing for us. That Whitkey song. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. With the start and like, everyone was that's, like, you yeah, can't yeah, use okay, that. Yeah, like I it has that. religious connotations, but- mm. yes, Oh yes, that uh, mm. on TikTok. Yeah, I think that so. um, that dance people are dancing to it in a weird way, and the TikTok guy is that. Got that's a he's that's different. Okay, cool. no, there's a song, but even that's yeah, people are like you can't that that song is not for that. Like you can't yeah. use that song that way. Like I just wonder if as Christians are be like eh, whatever happens happens. Rather I think than be it, like no gospel is this. This is what Christian music is. Mm. You want to come into this industry, mm-hmm. you can't just come and take the song, do your thing, then cut, and then the yeah. next album yeah. is about smoke, smoke. Like, yeah. you're like you can't. We're not just a market. We're mm. a community, we're a body. That's, I yeah. hear that. And I think, like you <laughs> mentioned... <laughs> I didn't mean for that to sound. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, like Dave mentioned that um, choirs, if someone approaches them to do something that doesn't mm. align with their beliefs or values, they should be saying no. And I think gospel or not gospel artists, Christian artists mm. should be doing that and in places haven't. So mm. they haven't set those boundaries they've allowed artists from the world to have no intention of joining the gospel community or no intention of furthering the gospel through music which is what gospel is for Mm. and they've allowed them to essentially take advantage of it and i know some people argue oh we're reaching a different market but i'd like to add that numbers Mm -hmm. let's see how many people have come (laughs) to christ (laughs) how many people have come to christ through these collaborations Mm, like what did we actually gain from tapping into that secular market mm. um, but even to just jump on that as well do you not feel like from like even a i guess a grassroots level we have like gospel choir society at university <laughs> and that's like it's open f- i don't think you part of it i, like I wasn't part of it i am really? part of it yeah, okay. but I, <laughs> so with that is like if you don't mind me asking do you have a thing of like you have to be a christian to join the society or um, is it open to anyone so interesting do you, is, do, oh, no yeah, work? you don't have to be a christian to join the society and this is ours is I think is different to some societies because ours isn't just choir like rehearsing and songs like we have fellowship and bible study weekly so it is very much about a entrance route for people into christianity who Mm. like music Mm -hmm. um and i think that's why i love my so it's like an evangelistic kind of thing as well yeah so um yeah it's not just like oh i like the genre let me be here sing some songs like we Mm. are invested in the people who are part of um it's called kgs a part of kgs actually Mm. strengthening their relationship with god so we've used that as yeah a way to further the gospel that's so fascinating to me. Like, why would you want to go to a gospel choir society to sing gospel no. music 
bro, I don't believe. But some, oh, like, like, no, but some, like, I love you, Jesus. But bro, like, some people, that. some people just love the genre, yeah. and they just want to sing it. Like. Shackle. I had a conversation about this at work. You say shaku. Shackles. Shackles. <laughs> <laughs> Where they asked, um, what part of like time would you want to go back to? And I said the '90s because I want to be there for '90s gospel. And I was expecting everyone to be like, oh, okay, that's cool. And it just opened a discussion about wow. gospel, and people were listing off their favorite gospel songs. I was like, wow. Mm. Wow. So you all know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, wow. And that even it opens up a space to have conversations about mm. the gospel in Christ, which mm. is great. But yeah. how many of artists are doing that, not just dropping their song and going about their day? Yeah. Like, that's true. And taking off that market, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. softening their brand, Listen. You know, tapping into their faith bag. It was quite, it was quite interesting as well. Was like you know, gospel's about Jesus. You're gonna hear Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're gonna hear that little baby Jesus, yeah. Mary's baby. You're gonna hear that. Yeah. Whereas with a lot of kind of, I don't say contemporary stuff, but you. It's sometimes very hard to get to the Jesus part. You know, sometimes mm. you hear about faith and mm-hmm. pushing and God's love, and, yeah. which is all good. But of course, at some stage, you want to get down. And because we all learn so much of our theology from music, we yeah. all know this music mm-hmm. is one of the one of the most kind of penetrative uh, 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 teachers of theology. Like it gets mm. into your psyche. Mm-hmm. You know, you believe in that God, you know, like someone was saying the other day, and we probably should wrap up because I know that like, the sounds like wrap it up. Um, we had an event. Remember the event we had where um, one of the preachers was speaking about above all mm. this song. They were all like, "That's a Christian song." And it's yeah. like, above all this, above all, and then it, and then it ends with "You thought of me as though mm. like you know above everything, above kingdoms, above like all these." Or above all of that, Jesus was thinking, God was thinking about me, yeah. and it's because of me that He did everything. And it's like, no, it did it for His glory. Mm-hmm. But but you were the conduit, so to speak. So, mm. like, even being more aware of of those kind of songs going into your psyche and yeah. you believing that, because what better way to live a life where you think the whole world's about you when the songs you sing mm. are about how it's all about you, yeah. and God is just there to serve you, and it's just you, 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 you. Anyways. We always leave, I guess, with a last thought, you wow. know, about this whole music chat. You know, mm. what, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Like, what should people kind of leave with? Um, go through the music that you listen to and look at their content, Do the words. Audience. Yeah, <laughs> not just the genre, because anyone can put gospel on a song. Look mm. at it and compare it to your Bible. Yeah. That's good. Sorry. <laughs> I'll say for myself, I'm realising that music is powerful. So don't be afraid of, like, as you said, like changing your music taste, but understand that it's the spirit that produces that change. And I'll say prioritize getting closer to God in your daily reading, Bible, and being in community that discusses these things. And I feel like over time, if you allow the Holy Spirit to do his work, you'll see that change reflected. I don't recommend just changing your, like scrubbing your whole playlist of all your songs. I don't think that works long-term, but allowing God to have his way over time, I feel that's where you genuinely see change. And I can feel in a place now where I feel even a lot more peaceful about life. As hard as life is, what's in my ears isn't always like certain stuff, rage and all of that. For me, that's what I need. I need more peace yeah. and that's, I'm seeing a change. So I say, put God first. This sounds cliche, but. No, no, I think that's, I think that's, that's it. Assuming I'm talking to Christians, I would be thinking, beware of cognitive dissonance, right? This kind mm. of like, yeah, yeah, music, I need to be more careful but then literally listen to the same things. Yeah. But as you said, as best as you can, try and allow all the thoughts and things you believe to kind of mesh with the, the choices you make. Mm. Music is very personal. When you press when you press play, like on the tram, no one knows what you're listening to on yeah. the train, mm-hmm. but God does and God mm-hmm. sees. So ask yourself, how do I ensure that my beliefs actually match 
what it is I'm practicing. Mm. And oddly enough, that's the point of the Undertable podcast. Come on now. It's to take all the thoughts <laughs> we believe and the theological truths we hold dear and to turn them into action. So thank you so much for listening to this one. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, watching it. Don't forget to leave a, a, a five-star rating. Uh, leave a comment if you enjoyed it. Um, and also let us know what you think in the comment section. I'd love to see and hear what you think about music. Um, as always, um, see you in the next one. <laughs>